0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Take It Dive podcast. My name is Christian. My name is Dave. And today we have a news and views episode for you. A lot to discuss um, since the last time we sat down to discuss the uh, goings on in the world. Um, one of the big things, obviously, that we have been covering kind of right along is obviously the coronavirus and Um, Just everything that's been happening with the pandemic, but something that we haven't really gotten a chance to touch on uh, much is the um, protests right now. You know, just uh, we're seeing that there's a lot of people who are thinking that this quarantine stuff is uh, unnecessary. There, you know, there's a lot of different voices in this uh, in this um, argument, you know what I mean? Um, Dave, what do you think about it? What are the, what are the different things that you're hearing from people who are arguing that we should no longer be in quarantine? Different things I'm hearing
1: are like, we don't have to wear masks. It's about time we get back to work. Um, let it's, it's killing less than 1% of the population. So that shouldn't mean anything for us. We should just get right back out there. You know, (laughs) what happens, happens, I guess. At least that's just from the from the foolhardy standpoints that I have seen. I'm sure there's there's a there's a, a variety of good reasons, but yeah, that's just what I've been hearing basically for uh, in regards to protests.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard some very interesting things. Whenever whenever there's like a, a controversy or a topic that's very. Um, polarizing i like to dive really 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 well into both sides and it's interesting because there are such a split there's such a split faction there are people who are pro-quarantine who are anti-masks there are people who are anti-max pro-pro-quarantine mask seems to be a very heated debate mm-hmm. you know and and for um for some of our listeners this might not be really that big of a deal but for us in connecticut at least Uh, You're not allowed to enter public places anymore like stores um, and places like that without one, without a mask. And so Mm -hmm. now we're kind of uh, in a way forced, but not, you know, that no one puts a gun to our head and says put on the mask. But in a way, if we want to be able to continue to live our lives normally, be able to shop and and attend different things, we do have to wear a mask. Now, I think the, the really interesting thing, too, is also how... Our leaders are kind of wishy-washy on the mask. Because I believe the CDC only a couple months ago said everyone should wear masks. And now uh, Anthony Fauci, who is the, um, I believe, the head of the Department of Health and Safety. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know his exact title, but he's you know basically the guy who's been calling the shots here, telling you what to do, what not to do during the quarantine. Now he's saying you don't need to wear a mask. I think the idea that people are not understanding is that the reason why you're wearing a mask is to prevent the spreading of your germs. Yeah, not your germs avoid catching it.
1: you are sick for two weeks before uh, you can start getting these symptoms. And then afterwards, after that, when you start getting symptoms, you have two weeks to have that go through your body and have a, and naturally get it get it out of you. So it's for for the reason to wear these masks is to keep your germs in away from everybody else. It's not the mask isn't just for you it's for everyone else who you are um in a public space with
0: yeah and i think you know if you are if you're home or if you're in your car you know you don't need to be wearing a mask right Mm -hmm. if you're in your car that doesn't make any sense if you're riding your bike outside i've seen people riding their bikes with masks on i mean how do you not pass out especially uh, for the last few weekends we've been getting really nice weather lately it's kind of gotten cold again Mm -hmm. But I remember one weekend we had like 60-something degree weather, 70-degree weather. This guy was riding his bike on this beautiful, sunny Saturday afternoon with a face mask on. And and I must have like – I'm sorry. That must suck. That must like really – I was just so blown away by that Um, because the thing about being in the air – about being in the open air like that is it's very unlikely for you to catch it that way. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, too, that, you know, really the way that it, it it starts to become a problem is when you enter houses of people who do have it yeah, or when someone who in public coughs a lot and you literally walk right into that. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. have to be very close to somebody with coronavirus or with COVID-19 to get it. And you also have to have, um, you know, issues with your with your immune system. But uh, I think what's really stupid is these people who are. You know, trying to make this stance of the government's taking away our rights and people are blindly following the government. I I don't like the term uh, "bootlicker," right? Bootlicker is usually a term that is used to refer to people who support or have respect for authority in any capacity, right? And so if I If I have a blue line flag, right, and my my, let's say my uncle is a cop, and I support my uncle by wearing that hat that has a blue line flag, and I say that I I appreciate my police officers, Uh, it's very common for someone like that to be called a bootlicker. I don't I don't like bootlicker because I don't think it's used. I don't think well, first of all, I think it's it's a very rude term, but I don't think it's used correctly. Let me tell you what a real bootlicker is. A real bootlicker is somebody who calls police on somebody who goes outside. (laughs) If you're calling the police on your neighbor because they're going outside to wash their car, or if somebody is driving by their house to drop off food or say hello, and you call the cops, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. you're ridiculous. Um, But then on the other hand, you have people who are like, you know, playing off that and saying, well, you know, Use precious snowflakes in your, your face mask. I'm just going to go out and continue to do what I was doing. And those are the same people that are getting very sick. And I suggest to you, if you don't know that you have the coronavirus or not, and you know that you've been in, in, in the public quite often, I would suggest that you just wear a mask. Because you'd rather do that than accidentally kill somebody with diabetes or who's elderly or who has some other kind of immunodeficiency. Just just do it. You know yeah, what I mean? If, if your sleep requires it, just do it.
1: Just because you wanted to be comfortable. You didn't want to, you didn't want to wear the mask in public because it's, it's so uncomfortable. I mean, what makes you think that you're are above what, uh, the public places that you're entering, what they want you to do. They're requesting that you wear these masks. A, a lot, of places. Um, and you're right. It could be different, uh, different states or different countries, but in Connecticut, uh, most public places and stores the like grocery stores require you to wear a mask so if they they require it of you i don't see what the what the benefit is of of denying them and making a stink about it
0: yeah i don't know i just keep people seeing i just i just keep seeing those videos pop up where people like snowflakes the, the liberals and their face masks it's like Stop making it political, for the love of God! A- everything in this country is political. Toilet, toilet, uh, uh, you know, bathrooms are political. Food is political. Everything I, is political.
1: I saw a video of uh, this guy down in, I believe, I think it was Florida, and he he was he was just blatantly recording people on his phone. Uh, people who were waiting to go into a grocery store and they were six feet apart outside, wear a mess! And uh, uh, and then and then he was he, like he verbally timestamp the the day he says hello this is this is my name um, John who's a what's it uh, is uh, something something marched uh, in 2020 uh take a look I want you to see the sad thing take a look at all these all these sheep just waiting outside standing in line like a bunch of sheep listening to the government <laughs> and I was like oh man you sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist and I look at the comments and they were all like conspiracy theorists they were like, "Oh wow, um, you can see in the background. You can see those chemtrails. It really, uh, really, really goes to show, you know."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, I just think that people are really—they're making it very political and and for no no good reason. I think the real worry here it comes down to the fact that. There, there's, there's been a lot of of um, misinformation spread about the the coronavirus. A lot of misinformation spread about masks and whether or not you should wear them, and hand sanitizer and everything. Um, but I think you don't have you don't you don't have to worry about this stuff so long as you're playing along. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about whether hand sanitizer is helping you or hindering you if you're washing your hands regularly alongside of using hand sanitizer you don't have to worry about you know whether or not you're going to protect yourself by wearing a mask as long as you wear a mask prevent yourself from spreading it and keep six feet uh, apart from people you know and the thing is too is that i feel like a lot of companies and the news outlets and even politicians i'll go i'll go so far as to call them out by name governor Cuomo of new york I mean, just inciting panic. Uh, I went to Walmart the other day, and there was a long line out the door. And now, the Walmart here in in Waterbury, where we're where I'm from, at least, is pretty large. Um, and I would say, like, you could go into that Walmart even on a packed day and not find somebody within twelve feet of you, let alone six feet of you. It's a very large Walmart. The only time you come closer than that is when you're passing by someone in the aisle or walking with someone down an aisle or waiting at the register. Mm -hmm. So it didn't make any sense to me why there was a line outside the door. I said, let's go to Target. There was no line at Target. You just walk in, get your stuff, and leave. And I know that that Target is also significantly smaller than the Walmart. So to me, I'm like, "Why why are they doing that? You know what I mean? Like places like Stop and Shop and other things like that, which are actual grocery stores, which can get way more packed. They're not doing that. There's no line out the door. You go in, you grab your stuff, and you wait in line, and there's tape on the floor that tells you exactly where six feet is, and you, you know, you stand on that. Not because somebody's telling you to, but because, obviously, the person in front of you and behind you don't want you to get too close. Yeah. So you just stand on the, you stand on the tape. And um, And the media too, they're twisting it up. They're, they're always, you know, trying to, you know, feed off of this. It's, it's like a, it's like a dream come true for media outlets because they have so many different clickbait titles and so many different things to grab your attention and make you think about stuff that's really not even important. You're thinking, right? You think you're smart because you're thinking, but really you're spinning your tires because you're thinking about, you know, what did who and and so, and, and this person say about this and and uh blah 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 blah, blah. when it really in reality the media was was saying from january on to uh just about march i would say they were calling this the flu they were saying that this was no but no worse than the flu while like travel bans were being imposed and stuff like that and they were saying oh no 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 it's just a flu pay attention to the death rate the death rate's nothing and you know obviously that was that was all false and You know, the media just presses their undo-delete button and just deletes all that stuff, and you you never can find it again. I I just think it's so stupid that we live in a country with the the freedom of press, but, I I mean, the press can literally just take back something, make it so that way it never happened. We never said it was the flu. We didn't do that. We deleted all of our op-eds. We deleted all that stuff. It never happened. Mm. It just, it sounds like not America. I'm not going to say what country it sounds like. It just doesn't sound like America. It
1: sounds like a lot of speculation from people who are not educated in in, in the medical field and and are just and are just grabbing at grabbing at what they've heard or what they've seen in public. Like it's, it's like they're getting their information from uh from Jan who 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 works down at Walmart and it's just like all right, Jan, what's new in the news today? And she was like, Well, this new flu like it's they're it's like they're getting their information from a different party who got their information from a different party who got their information from uh someone who was well versed in this, but the the news had just been like uh distorted down the line.
0: Yeah. That's what it yeah. seems like. Everybody's an expert when it comes to this blasted freaking pandemic. Mm-hmm. The thing that bothers me as well is is the fact that when you when you look at the real facts, this is a disease that no one's seen before um, because you know it is a new disease um, and the our understanding of it is limited exactly our understanding of how to handle it is limited, and I'm not saying our understanding as Tom Dick and Harry's on the street. I'm talking about our scientists, our smartest yeah. researchers and analysts and, and yeah. We don't really know what to do. And so you, you speak to doctors and experts and they're mixed. Excuse me, they're telling you different things. I've heard people say that, I've heard doctors, actual doctors, talk about the fact that wearing these masks too much and staying inside for too long weakens our immune system. And they're speculating that when this quarantine lifts, right, uh, here in Connecticut, we're supposed to be seeing things start slowly back open or open back up in, uh, on the 20th of May. Uh, and so, when things start to back uh, open back up, they're concerned that everyone's immune system is going to be weakened, and therefore there will be a rise in illness, whether that's c- COVID nineteen or just your standard, you know, uh, cold or, or or whatever or fever. They're saying it's going to happen because people have now weakened weakened immune systems, mm-hmm. right? So when you touch a doorknob that's dirty. When you, when you hold a railing, when you open a door, when you do any of those things, your immune system is working out. It's getting a chance to kind of look at and break down all that all that garbage and really learn how to fight it. When you're sitting in your own house with your own germs, your own family's germs for the same amount of time, when you go outside, you're being introduced to stuff that your body hasn't had to deal with in a while, or maybe it's new, maybe... You know, for some of us, especially in a place like Connecticut where we get all four seasons, we went into quarantine in the middle of – what was it? Was that was was that still winter?
1: Yeah, technically. I believe so.
0: Yeah. We <laughs> went into it in winter and we're coming out mid-spring. So if someone has literally been inside that entire time, they're coming out to a different season with different things in the air. There's pollen and all that stuff. And it's happening right away. It's not gradual. It's just bam, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and for you know, in reality, I think it's not going to be till June till we really start to things op- see op- um, things open really back up. You know, like the beaches and everything. So we we we're coming into a very different environment. It's it's been a while since our immune system has had a, a challenge like that, and the concern is there that we might really see. A, a, either a second wave because everyone is is now more prone to getting sick, or just a lot of illnesses. Which I mean, even if it's just the fever, it's not fun to have go around. Yeah, and uh,
1: especially later in the year when the flu comes back around again, is 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 going to be hitting everybody hard. That's that's what the that's what the big wave uh, is referring to the like, uh, the biggest one. At least at least in um, uh, I've heard a few uh, people in the medical field talk about it. Uh, that being a scary thing when uh, uh, like right now when you have, we have allergies going around and you have more people coughing and sneezing, that in, that increases transmission. But when you have the flu, something that, that has, that uh, has also damaged a lot of people and have killed a lot of people, uh, then that's, that's just an ungodly mix.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just hope that, you know, all of our listeners, and hopefully everyone that we know, I'm just hoping that we all stay safe and and be smart about this stuff. You know, there's a lot of interesting theories about the origins of this disease and everything that are very interesting, and um, I'd love to get into some of them in later episodes. I don't know if you've seen that really really big came out of nowhere um, documentary called Plandemic p l a n d e m i c
1: yeah. i heard a joke about it in a meme recently so that's where i get my news
0: <laughs> i uh i watched it or i watched like one of the interviews because there's like i think multiple um really interesting stuff and you know whether or not it's right about the the covid nineteen being um you know manufactured or whatever mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i i think whether or not it's true um the documentary brings up points other points that are very very important um points on on uh vaccines um Mm -hmm. points on um patenting in america Uh, and i think it'd be a good a good topic to talk about um but if you haven't watched it go ahead and watch it I, i encourage you if you you know if you're very easily um Persuaded or convinced, maybe not watch it. the The goal of of me sharing this information is not because I'm telling you this is the way, this is the truth. Uh, I'm just saying this is something that's interesting. It's caught my eye, and I'm researching. Listen so to that's for our book. listeners. All right, <laughs> you will now do as I say. Listen to what uh, dictator
1: do set Ah.
0: Uh, That's an interesting
1: name. Uh, it is Dictator to set. Uh, I just, I did, I just sent you a shortened version of that that I'm not going to say out loud, but uh, I thought it was, thought it was very beneficial to you. So, um, another thing too that had always that uh had bothered me about it, it, or um, another thing that people say to trivialize the virus is. Like um, uh, it, if if there's a news report or if it, uh recently, uh, one of the one of the ways I'm getting news is there's uh, something I follow on Instagram and then it'll it'll usually come up in, amidst my my scrolling and it'll have uh, it'll have a headline and then it'll have a quick excerpt from an article, uh, in the caption, and uh it's it says uh, the new. Uh, the new expected f- uh fatalities of the of the covid-19 and then a lot of the comments were well yeah but that's coronavirus coded deaths like like um people who have died in the hospital who may not have died to coronavirus uh have have died to uh, symptoms like it or have died because they were dealing with someone who was uh who has the COVID-19 and they couldn't get the help that they needed. And so they died. And so basically they're under the fatality rate as well. And then, but I'm just sitting here thinking, well, yeah, they died as a a result of this virus uh, consuming people's time and resources. So that's not really a valid freaking point,
0: you know? Right. Yeah. I do think there are certain there are certain levels of like not right when you do consider like whether or not that's a COVID-19 death but I've I've, from the same doctors you know how I'm saying like there are doctors that are very upset and angry um there have been doctors that have also been saying that they're encouraged to write COVID-related death Mm. on death certificates I don't know how true that is there are several doctors who are and nurses and things like that who are coming onto social media and talking about this kind of stuff, um, but I think you know obviously some a patient with coronavirus who dies in a car accident that is not a coronavirus related death. That is a car accident related death, and I think the idea is that people are worried about what constitutes as a coronavirus related death. The, uh... But I think you're right in saying that you know if somebody if somebody died because they couldn't get the help they needed. Or, you know the example that you gave there? I think that's you know, obviously a coronavirus death, but uh, someone, there are some there's some situations where it's kind of just not right, yeah. Uh, yeah, some, uh, someone
1: I know, um, uh, her, her mother, like the the, the person, the person I know is, is is elderly, so her mother obviously is is very old, uh, she had passed away couple of weeks ago i think she was in a home and she had pneumonia but she didn't have uh, uh covid but since the since the different sects of the of the home were segregated and people were were limited to their accessibility because of the coronavirus she wasn't able to get the help that she needed in time and uh thusly passed so like something like that is is at least at least in my In my eyes, is understandable as relating to uh, the impact that COVID nineteen has wrought.
0: Right, right, definitely. Yeah, I just, I feel really, I feel really, um, just kind of sketched out about the fact that it's just become such a controversial and political topic that. Mm -hmm. You know, it it's, it's not crazy. even for me, it's not even the virus, it's been scary, it's just been people.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been people's it's, reactions. If if you have the ability to to have the slightest hint of helping someone not get sick and not and not have uh at, at least in the most um brunt of terms, not have someone die because of your negligence. Uh, I, right. I thought I thought that would be enough, but I guess for some people have this twisted. I'm not going to say all these people, obviously. I think some people, uh, maybe a small amount, maybe a small section of them, have a twisted sense of bravery, of being different, and not protecting themselves, thus not protecting others, is what it seems yeah. to be. And that twisted sense is aggravating. Yeah,
0: people are perfectly fine with killing an old person, but let alone, you know if if it means that they get to do what they need to do they're they're perfectly fine with killing an old person whether they admit that or not their actions show it you know what i mean or not mm-hmm. even just an old person just somebody who is very susceptible to dying of this thing you know if they spread it it's their fault that that person gets sick and dies but they don't they they're they're okay with that you know in a way they're okay with that mm-hmm. yeah it's very interesting negligence mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To me, you know, it makes me think about people always say, well, you know, how, how does, how does, this is a really crazy thing to say, but I'm just going to say it. People always say, how does genocide happen? Right. How do people know that there is genocide going on and not do something about it? How could an entire nation be convinced that uh, Jewish people, gypsies, homosexuals, they need to be exterminated? How could that happen? It starts with the nullification of of that person's or people group's humanity. Mm -hmm. When you can start to put yourself, your jobs, right? Look at, I mean, God, oh, the parallels. We can see it now. In the 1940s, they would say the Jews are taking our jobs. Today, they say the coronavirus is taking our jobs. We have to stay indoors, but for who? For the sick, for the elderly. They're sick, they're elderly. I don't care. I have a life. I have a job. I need to go make money. I need a haircut. I haven't gotten my haircut in a while. I need to go sit down at my favorite restaurant. Because all these small businesses are failing. I don't want them to fail. It is so scary. How fast. Genocidal. Societal. Ideas. And. Acceptance. Can happen. And I'm just terrified. And a little nervous. About. About. How people have been treating the elderly and the sick and susceptible to this stuff, because you can't help but say to yourself, "You really don't care about these people. Mm. You really could wish they were dead." Scary. It's very scary. Really oh, yes. is. And I don't just say that because I have grandparents who are in in quarantine right now, who are you know we're we're trying to keep away from it. I don't just say that because I have family members who are, you know, extremely susceptible to this stuff. That if they got it too, they would they would probably have a very hard time, a, a fight for their lives, if you will. I don't just say it because of that. I say it because everybody matters in this situation. Every life is important. To lose anyone to this thing is a nightmare. And so many celebrities, um, and and police officers, firefighters, EMTs, doctors, and nurses have gotten it. So many of them have have lost the battle with COVID 19 to 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 say that those people who you know to say that any one of those people that died deserved it you don't you don't have the power or or wherewithal to ever make that judgment god you nerd come on (laughs) but you know what i mean like you don't have the wherewithal to make that judgment it's uh, j- just like it's it's
1: nullifying humanity. It, some people look at it as a statistic and say, "Oh, less than one percent of the population have died." Okay, well then, why am I still indoors? Why am I not able to go outside and work and eat at a restaurant and do my nails and get my hair did? But uh, th- you're just forgetting about these people who you're you're only thinking of them as a as a statistic. People who, oh, unluckily they they had died, and it only affects people who are. Uh, ages and above, not me. Yeah. It's, been, it's <clears throat> so careless. There've been a lot of, uh, reports at least, uh, in Wadbury. I, I, I read the newspaper now because, uh, when I go down to, uh, help, uh, someone I know at their, at their medical office, um, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll read the newspaper, uh, in, in the back room when I have time. And. Uh, there have been a few cases of people with uh, autoimmune uh, diseases who have who have gotten really sick, or uh, someone had lupus and had died, and she was like 18 years old. I uh, know, and, uh, and, and I know it's a I know it's a rare case, but that stuff happens all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, that's then not even thinking about people's humanity is what leads to prejudices and racism and. and 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 ageism and 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 everything, just not thinking about, of a person as a person.
0: It's shocking to me, just the, the numbers, the numbers of people who've been saying that kind of stuff. It's disturbing. Yeah, but
1: it could be the loudest people, but there are a lot of loud people.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's too many loud people, and they all say different things, and they never know, <laughs> they never know what team they're on.
1: It's like screaming match.
0: Yeah, but there there is, there is good news still, you know, going on around the world. I think um, the fact that a lot of states are opening up, I think that could be a good thing, like I said, just to get everybody out of the house and uh, to get that immune system challenged again. And, you know, they're saying that the beaches are closed and they should remain closed, but, <clears throat> excuse me, beaches are actually uh, pretty good for you. Um, you know, getting that sun, getting outside, being in the salt water, which is, you know, just the healing properties of the ocean are incredible for the human body. And, um, obviously not being on a stuffed beach where you're two inches away from people around you, but you know, if you can find a beach, that's not too crowded, but of course, you know, good luck. The beach is good. You know, the beach is good for you.
1: For, there mean, are
0: a lot of uh, public beaches that are remaining closed, but private beaches, on the other hand, are 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 opening up around Connecticut as well.
1: People who exercise uh, out in public, the people who have been, who have, uh, officials who have, claimed against that to not go out in public to these congested places. Um, if you if you can take a, a run around your neighborhood in the outside weather, uh, that could also build your immune system, especially. Um, yeah, and, and just avoiding others to. Uh, break it down and build it back up you know, safely uh, away from other people in the neighborhood as opposed to you going on a trail where you're going to be passing by a bunch of other sweaty dudes and ladies uh, who have have an increased rate of transmission to you. Just uh, go, go run around your neighborhood. Well, it, it, I mean, that is also hard for people who have apartments and are in uh, dense cities, but uh, the, safe, a safe walk in a non-congested area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know how much longer we'll be talking about this. I imagine for quite a while, but to be frank, I, I am just because of all the, the politics and the theories behind what it could be. Well, you know, just, I'm, I'm so over it. I hate I hate the word COVID-19. I hate the word coronavirus. I'm just I'm just so at my wit's end for this stuff. It's just and it it has nothing to do with oh because I'm an American, I want my job back. I want to get a haircut. It's just because I'm so sick of people that are saying that. I'm so sick of people dying. I'm so sick of you know people who are working in the healthcare industry being just completely exhausted of 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 their energy of their brain power of their you know everything it's just it's not fair this this whole thing really is tough it really does suck and there are people that are just making it a hundred thousand times worse for everybody else you know Mm -hmm. but it's hard not to get political (laughs) it really really is it's hard not to because other people make it political What was that that you said just now?
1: It's hard to, it's hard to not take a side and demonize others to make you to, to to serve yourself and to make yourself higher, you know, and to to, to to think of you as the better person and to demonize others, see them as the enemy. Man. Yeah. So it's especially in a place like like I've been saying for a long time, like like America, uh, a place of. Uh, of different cultures, uh, different people, different color people, skin, different backgrounds. Everyone coming together, um, uh, and, and 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 mingling, and that can lead to that can lead to people wanting to think that their side is better than another side, and a, a sense of pride, and um, and seeing others as the enemies, and seeing yourself as 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 better than they are least uh,
0: on feelings. Yeah, I uh, I did. I want to share this with you and with the listeners because uh, I think it's it's a tweet I made. I hate sharing my own tweets, but this one I wow, it was is. like an epitome. And it's something that came to me. I hate being that person where it's like I found this great quote online. I wrote it. Um, it's not a great quote. It's just. Something I think really speaks to the political tension that happens every political year. Obviously, this is a a, – or or, or rather, election year. This is an election year on top of being a year of of yucky stuff. Um, But let me just read this to you. I tweeted, people think the best way to fight absolutions is with more absolutions. Absolutions, of course, just being one extreme or another, right? Mm. Did that guy insult your heritage? Slaughter his children. That person slaughtered your children? Enslave his family. That person enslaved your family? Carpet bomb his city. So on and so forth. That's literally how Americans are handling their political differences, whether it comes to coronavirus, whether it comes to who's going to be the next president, whether it comes to how we should run this country, what are the what are the social things that we're looking to do in society and blah, blah, blah stop. Why does it have to be that way? Why do we have to throw this stuff at each other where it's like, rip off your mask, you loser, or put on a put on a mask, you hillbilly? You know what I mean? Why does it have to be such this violent, polarized argument about whether or not we should just care for people around us and do the right thing and just play along until we can do this together? You know what I mean? Granted, it sucks. I haven't been able to go to church for a while. We've been watching online. That's pretty lame. You can't go to a store and get stuff like you used to anymore. That sucks. Can't get a haircut. But you know what? Oh, well, you just got to put up with it. You know what I mean? You just got to tough it out. Everyone's got to do the best that they can. And, And anyone who's anyone who is doing well in this time. Anyone who's living in abundance at this time should offer to help people who aren't because there are people who are suffering right now. If we can all agree on that, then let's do that. You know, It's so stupid to me that people are fighting themselves. And of course, it's the people who can afford to sit there and type up on a computer their opinion. It's not people who are actually suffering. It's privileged voices arguing with Who's less privileged? Who's more privileged? Yeah. Who should have the ability to go outside? It's stupid.
1: It is. That's <laughs> Those are the people that we should be demonizing. Those who deserve it. <laughs> those who deserve it are those who are not thinking of others, only thinking about themselves and, and causing problems.
0: No. I don't know, man, but... I think something that we really should um, talk about, too, um, and really, I wanted to definitely talk about it. Did not want this to slide at all. Um, was the situation with uh, Ahmad Arbery that mm-hmm. happened? Um, for those you don't know, um, in late February of 2020, um, there was a video recorded. Of a young uh, black man, uh, I believe he was twenty something. Uh, he was going for a jog in his neighborhood, right uh, in Georgia. And the video shows two men uh, getting out of a truck, um, and almost immediately um, they begin. Uh, there's a man with a shotgun, and he begins opening fire uh, on Ahmad um, it's a really hard video to watch. Yeah. I, when it, when it first came out, I watched it several times just to kind of understand what was happening. And uh, without getting into detail, I don't want to talk about it and I don't want people to, to watch it for the wrong reasons, but it really upset me. It really, it really, it really got to me because, you know, when that first when the video first came out when it was when it was viral, there's this first couple of days of of viral video where you don't understand any of the details, right? You don't know why that happened, you don't know the backstory. Not that it mattered. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it was just two dudes shooting a black guy for no reason whatsoever. And you can tell in the video there was no reason whatsoever. Um But even with the the stuff that's come out since, right? So the two men in the video have been arrested. They hadn't been arrested up until lately. There's news now saying that, that the whole situation was kind of a cover up. They might've known somebody that worked for the sheriff's department who was allowing them to kind of get off scot-free for that. Um, because supposedly they were, they were trying to, um, conduct their own kind of, uh, citizens arrest on, um, on a mud so what they did was what grounds they well th- that that's where this gets wacky yeah cuz georgia georgia has a very mixed uh crowd of people there there people in georgia right they make their own license plates and all that stuff let's say the free state of georgia and they believe that they're sovereign citizens they they belong to their own micronation because you know, America, there's just not enough white privilege in America. They need to make their own little national whatever so that they can have more. Um, but essentially, they don't pay taxes. They live on their own land. They disappear. They're off their grid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not saying that these two were those types of people. I'm just saying that those are the type of people that you can see in rural Georgia, uh, Georgia because they, they don't like the fact that, you know, the government does things that they don't agree with or they don't believe in, blah, blah, blah. So they kind of want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, because you can, because of that, you can imagine there's a lot of people who are very, you know, independent citizens arrest kind of people. Where it's like, I don't call nine one one. I just shoot. If, if you're breaking into my house, I call nine one one for an ambulance for to to pick up your dead body. I don't call the cops. Those kinds of people. So they had a, a string of robberies going on in the neighborhood apparently, and they said that Ahmad had fit the profile, which of course is a young black man. Right, mm-hmm. I doubt that that's the actual profile. Right, but it's funny how the profile is always a young black man in America. They jump out of the car and uh, they they gave him what they called simple commands, which is not what a, a citizen uh, <laughs> would say. I think one of them must have been an ex cop or watched a ton of cop uh, videos or movies or something. They thought they were a cop. And cause what happens is, is when you're doing a police report, right. If, if, a, if a police officer does have to shoot, injure or kill um, someone who they're, they're trying to arrest, right. Somebody who's being very violent towards them and potentially a harm to them or themselves or the people around them, they document everything and kind of like a log of what happened. Yeah. And what they will say is, you know, usually is suspect did not, um, suspect did, did not uh, obey commands to stand down right repeated commands to stand down they keep track of how many times they tell people to sit down and and stop and put the gun down and all that stuff so this person in court one of the guy that shot him said he wasn't following simple commands now i don't know about you but two men jump out of a pickup truck one of them with a shotgun and they tell me to stop because they have questions for me i'm not stopping yeah I'm not stopping. I don't care if the people in that truck are white. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're Hispanic. I don't care if they're Asian. I don't care if they are literal aliens from Mars. If someone exits a vehicle unexpectedly, suddenly, with a firearm, any firearm, and tells me to stop, I am not stopping. And of course, neither did he. But he was shot at several times, about three times in the video, with a shotgun, point blank until finally he dropped dead. And I don't care your reason, right? That's 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 lynching. Yeah. That's- I don't care your reason. That is lynching. That is taking the law into your own hand and killing a man. And you can say whatever BS story you want, maybe it's true, maybe it ain't. But the bottom line is you killed an innocent black man for nothing he probably was not the guy you were looking for he died for nothing mm. for nothing it, it it it's so sad to me to see that it really 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 is
1: it's, it's just sad in general it's, it's 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 terrible to to see something to see something like that people who had gotten away with it for for a little bit at least or had been um, sorry, my cat distracted me. Uh, or it was people that had been <clears throat> not immediately had the hammer swung down on them. Uh, exactly, to have it, you know. But now yeah. I'm. But now the 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 country is up in arms as they probably should be about uh, that. And something is something as disgusting as that is it's, it's awful. That's, that's That seems to be, like, beyond racism. That just seems to be pure evil, yeah. disgusting
0: behavior. Honestly, too, the people who defend the shooters or, or victim blame, um, you know, when this, when this kind of stuff happens at all, there are some situations where it's like, all right, you know what? Once you learn the whole situation, yeah, um, it wasn't as white and black no pun intended as um as it seemed right it wasn't a white man just shot a black person for no reason sometimes or or not even not even shot there are videos of people getting arrested and people saying this is racist you know what i mean there was a video that i think was out a year or two ago uh LAPD several cops several guns aimed at this one guy on the street he was a young black guy And this woman caught it on video, was crying and screaming at the police officers, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? turns out he was the suspect, right? There was an armed robbery several blocks down the road. And that's why there were so many cops. And that's why there were more coming. Uh, Most of the weapons were beanbag guns, with the exception of a few officers actually holding real pistols. Um, But of course, the beanbag guns would have been used first, you know, if it really did, if something really did if he, if he moved too much, which he was not going to move, he was, he was terrified. There were so many cops. Um, but it turned out he was a suspect. You know what I mean? Everyone got really upset about it. But then everyone was like, oh, wait a minute. That was actually the guy they were looking for all along. And the reason why it took them forever and why more and more cops came was because that one woman was causing a scene and making the arrest go for way longer. Right. They weren't going to approach him until they knew that she was not standing right next to him and panicking and having this emotional reaction because that puts their their safety at jeopardy you know she for all they know she might attack them while they're trying to arrest this young man mm-hmm. so this arrest drags on for 20 minutes because she's having a fit but then at the end at the end you find out that was the guy that was exactly the guy it wasn't like a old oh, racism stuff it was like no that's the guy he's the same height he's the same weight and you know that's the guy that's the actual guy but in this case there's no guy there's no cop it's two vigilantes in a truck that decide, we're just going to shoot this guy. And and to me, it's like, to me, it's more frustrating because people are going to still make that argument that people would, you know, if if it were a, a cop arresting somebody who actually was a suspect. This It's not like that. It's not like that at all. This is totally different. This is totally different. You can't say, oh, and then, oh, my gosh, there's people who say black people kill themselves in, in Chicago and Baltimore every week, every weekend. There are so many black people that kill each other. That doesn't freaking matter. That doesn't matter.
1: Not in this case. It's, it's just it's someone hurting another
0: person, killing another. Yes. person. Yes. I mean, I mean, it does matter. Don't get me wrong. That does matter. Black on black violence matters. It's important. It's, it's bad that that stuff happens, but you can't say that to negate the fact that two racist white men killed a black man and made it a viral, I mean, I mean, they didn't make it a viral video. I don't know who shot the video, but regardless, it's a viral video. And now the entire nation is upset. Mm -hmm. You, you can't downplay that because black on black violence is a thing. You can't. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. I really do. You can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I'm being super sarcastic. <laughs> I love to break it to you. You can't you can't say that. The reason why is because whatever motive whatever motive those murders are, right? Personal vendetta, gang related, drug related, domestic abuse, whatever. That is an individual case, right? One guy gets pissed off, takes a gun, and shoots another person. That's an individual case. Racism is a group of people, collectively a race, if you will, against another. It's a war, not an individual thing. It is a war between two races one that thinks it's better, and one that is fighting for people to think. It matters at all. And you cannot say that, oh, well, white people don't have any privilege. They're a minority. They get the the bottom of the barrel and everything in society. Affirmative action keeps white people down. You could say all that all you want, but at the end of the day, you're not going to get shot in the middle of the woods in Georgia because of the skin of your color. Or the the skin of your color. Okay, the yeah, color yeah. of your skin. Yeah. But you are if you're black. And it's not fair to say that this is that this is the same because it's not. It's, as I said, a war. Racism is a war. It's 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 one race fighting for its right to be, fighting for its right to exist, and the other fighting to do, be treated as the top, to be treated as the best. It's an unfair battle because you're talking about the the haves and have-nots so to downplay this it's like dude shut up you have no idea what you're talking about no freaking clue oh man <laughs> i could talk all day about that mm-hmm. racism in this country is so profound it makes me scratch my head it really does yeah it really freaking does
1: my my thought on on racism in the country is uh, originates from people of different backgrounds of different skin colors and different cultures being together. And, you know, one of them being the, 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 the pride that I had said before and people putting themselves before others. But there's an extreme, which is what happened in, in, in this case, to, to people who thought that some some guy – Probably, just based on the color of color of his skin and then and and who they were searching for thought it was justified
0: to kill him when it's not it's not it's not no one decides who gets to live or die yeah no one no one decides that not I don't care if you're the government I don't care if you're a guy with a gun, you don't decide whether or not you can take that person's life as a as an individual. You cannot. You just can't. To me I don't know, just to me the idea of of all of that is so incredibly terrifying, you know. We talk about we talk about, you know, before um self defense and, and carrying weapons and, and I, I firmly believe in doing that and i say like anyone who believes in self defense that if needed to i would i would do all that i could to defend myself or my family from harm if that involves having to get violent having to use a firearm um and that and, and, and that results in someone you know being injured or or passing away um from you know I shouldn't say yeah. that. If that involves someone getting injured or dying, then you know that's how it. That's how it goes. That's different. That was. Right? A different I, I would thing. say that.
1: That's not an an instigator. Right. To asshats who thought they knew what they were doing.
0: Yeah, you can't walk around with a gun expecting to find problems. The problem's not going to come to you. The, you are the problem. If you're if you're driving a gun, you're the danger. It's ridiculous. Mm. This is terrible. But I'm 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 hoping that you know people are going to wake up from this. And then, of course, oh, there's the people who capitalize capitalize off this stuff happening. They make bank off of this stuff happening I'll in publicity, that. in interviews, in books, in radio. You know, and those people, God help them god help them there are people that they 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 spend so much time in the media talking about this stuff you know what they're saying they're saying the same thing you and i are dave right now Mm -hmm. they're no they're no one special it doesn't take a genius it doesn't take a, a a social media star it doesn't take an influencer to tell you that racism is bad and that this shouldn't have happened and that there are things that we can do to prevent this from happening I don't, I don't follow pages that talk about this stuff because it's, it's clickbait, right? It, it, just like coronavirus and how the media is feeding off of that, they're feeding off of, you know, this racial tension. They're feeding off of, and I don't want to call it race baiting because that's not the right thing, right? What happened here is not race baiting. They're feeding off of black people being discriminated against murdered and the emotions and, behind and that. persecuted. What yeah. was that?
1: And the emotions behind
0: that, that, that right tied
1: to something like that. Yeah, They're exactly. Off, and it, it gets a reaction out of people.
0: Exactly. When all the while we know in our hearts and in our, in our minds, it ain't right. And we shouldn't do it. Why do we have to sit here and, and give people money to talk about it? It doesn't make any sense to me, but I digress. I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to get into it, but I'll tell you no one's got to tell me that that's wrong. No one's got to tell me that that shouldn't happen. No one's got to tell me that we need to do more because I know it in my heart. I know it's wrong what happened. And I know that we got to make up for it. We got to do the right thing. And we got to make this country great for everybody. Great for everybody.
1: Agreed. Uh, <laughs> campaign slogan. Yeah. Christian Doucette,
0: uh twenty twenty. God, can you imagine? Uh, make,
1: make, <laughs> in quotes, make it great. End
0: quote. I, I did have a, I made a hat for myself uh, a few years ago called, and I, I put on it, it's purple. Um, I stole it from an idea, <laughs> but I like the idea. Um, but the the hat says, make America great. Just great. Because whether it's been great, you know, like the, the thing is that people always say, well, it was great. It was great in the 50s. It was great in the 60s. It was great in the 70s, in the 80s, and the 90s. There's always a decade or period of time where it wasn't great for everybody. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we make a period in time where it is? Where it is great for everybody. It's great if you're white. It's great if you're black. It's great if you're Hispanic. It's great if you're Asian. It's great if you're a first generation immigrant here in the, in the country. It's great if you're a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 17th. It doesn't affect your Ability to like this country, you just do because it's fantastic for everybody. Everyone has equal opportunities. Everyone in society gets treated similar. Everyone has respect for one another and values each other's life, whether you're young or old, whether you're disabled physically, mentally, or not disabled at all, no matter the job you work, no matter the, the, the a job you don't have, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if we did live in a country like that, and I don't think it's impossible. I really don't. We we've done really good jobs as 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 Americans, being uh, be having solidarity in our own groups, right? Oh,
1: better than how it was years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's more of an actual even playing field now instead of one group being. Well, there are still our groups on top, but <clears throat> everyone's aware of this, and none, less people less people are blind to it. Right more and yeah more people are are accepting than probably they've ever been um before they opened pandora's box
0: yeah i mean if you can imagine too like before the whole split in, in political stuff that's happened with our country think about like think about like like white people all along right in this country have been pretty solid right you look at the the nuclear families in the nineteen fifties, you look at people back then, we were all kind of on the same page. Um now can you imagine the solidarity there? Now imagine the solidarity in in, in um black people in this country right after the segre or, or the um emancipation of the slaves, right, in this country. Imagine how close black people were back then because they were thinking to themselves, man, I I, I really I'm grateful, right? And I've got to stick around people who look like me and act like me and talk like me. Because I'm not sure if people down here in the South will like the fact that I'm a free man. imagine the solidarity then right yeah, yeah but yeah. now internally white people, black people hispanic people Asian people there are there are schisms there are fractions we're not quite as solid as we used to be, but that's not necessarily a bad thing because now that means we can link arms and have solidarity with other people groups mm-hmm. we are our, our, our <laughs> our social structures right the great the great you know white or black or hispanic group or or collective is no longer a thing now we're 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 just ourselves we're we're yes we're hispanic americans yes we're black americans yes we're white americans and asian americans and all that but at the same time the solidarity is gone and it leaves room for this this international solidarity, this external solidarity, where now we find less identity in our political party. We find I mean, less identity in our culture. We find more identity in wanting to come together and being Americans together in a country that res- you know respects and supports all of us.
1: Yeah. Does that make it, sense? You know what I mean? It, no, yeah, it does. Uh, and it might be skewed because uh, I am... A a a youngin, uh, a um, very late millennial, and I had been to college because the the those are all factors that, that appropriate to, to friend groups and such. But from what I've seen, I mean, there are there are groups in collectively and collectively, like I said, in friend groups that have more than just people of the same of the same background and people of completely different backgrounds. I know that 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 our our friend group. Uh, has has different things to offer each other and different things to learn from each other, which is great.
0: You know, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I I pride myself in the fact that, you know, my my friend group and my family even um, is is diverse. I like that. I like the fact that I've, I've always had a very diverse group of friends from as far back as I can remember my first days in public school, like even kindergarten. Um, I I think about that all the time because racism was never something that I ever felt. It was never something that I was ever like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, never, never. You, You just talk to people, you get to know them and, and, Maybe at first, you know, like I talk about how my grandmother, when she came to America at, you know, I think it was like in her 20s and she first saw a black person. She, you know, didn't really ever see them on television. And, you know, she went 20 years of her life without ever seeing one. And she was kind of just alarmed, not scared, but just alarmed. And, you know, now it's no big deal. You know, She, she has lived here for so long. She understands who they are and understands them and loves them and loves all people. Seeing but it's just it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Seeing someone who looks completely different from you. Uh, I don't know. I personally can't imagine what that would be like having lived 20 years to where you your, your mind has developed and, and you're, you're a rational being and you see something that you haven't seen before. Uh, that is that, That's, that's got to be interesting. I can't imagine what that would be like because we've seen different people all the time you know? Right. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, where I lived when I was younger, they, they, were, we had uh, a, a separation of sorts. Cause we had um, uh, my parents were involved in uh, in church and I would hang out or, and I was only hanging out with the kids who were going to the same Catholic school and were also in the same church. So it was like there was three people in the entire neighborhood, and we also had um uh the other kids uh that would that would be that would be running up and down the street and we also had uh we also had Jewish people, but they were i don't know exactly what kind of sect they were but they they had a local synagogue that they would always visit they didn't use electronics on saturday uh the 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 holy day the holy day and um <laughs> I always felt disconnected from them because it, it, when you walk by, they would just look at you, and they they wouldn't want their kids to to, to look at you, uh, <laughs> because because you were the you were the technological bad boy, and you were uh, you were a bad influence on the kids. But um, it was it it was interesting being separated, but not not looking down on other people, but separated,
0: right. Yeah. Right.
1: You don't have to be in. Uh, it, it, it's not just um like one skin color versus another. It could just be different different practices of people, just uh d- different from each other, and that don't have to don't have to
0: hate the other person. Right. Right. I I think um. Even when you're not, you know, even when you're not together with that person, you don't have to think to yourself, like, oh, you know, they're so different from me. I I don't like them, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's always, um, at the very least, you can just respect them, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially because, like, with, with, with that, when it comes down to Jewish communities, too, on the Sabbath, they usually do very much keep to themselves because of the rules regarding Sabbath. They don't, yeah. you know, it's, it's very easy to break those rules. If you're not careful, you know, they're not supposed to ask for help uh, or, or anything like that on, on the Sabbath. So, you know, they don't want to talk to somebody who is non-Jewish and then end up accidentally having a conversation or something that leads to them breaking mm-hmm. a rule, mm-hmm. you know, so they're, they're, they're usually very reserved and, and, I mean also, come on, let's look at the news and everything about them too, the anti Semitism that still goes on today. They they tend to keep to themselves because of that. And yeah. you might find yourself as a as a white woman or white male that you might find that there are some um people who are not white around you, some people of color who are a little reserved to you because they just don't know how to feel about you yet. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Don't don't resent them for that. You know, they they just that's just the world we live in. And, and once you show them your heart, once they know that you're a good person and, and once they can trust you, you know, because unless you've got something to hide, there's no reason why they shouldn't, you know, then, then you're going to get that mutual respect and you're going to be able to grow a beautiful relationship with those people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that there it's so, it's so interesting and, and amazing to see those different kind of um, things happen when you have those interracial friendships and relationships I mean, I'm I'm German and French Canadian, and, and I'm dating Melissa, who's straight up Puerto Rican, um, and and I love it. I her the differences between our family are incredible. They're hilarious. I remember we spent, uh, I think it was maybe Easter, uh, we went down to Old Saybrook, uh, which is a beautiful, beautiful town here in Connecticut, or by the shore. We were having a cookout uh, at at my family's, uh, one of my relatives there down there in uh, Old Saybrook. And then we drove for 45 minutes up to uh, where her grandmother was at the time. And it's this loud, crazy party. I mean, not crazy, but there's music, everyone's talking. I went from quiet down by the shore, finger foods, to like, you know, big, loud, animated, fun great variety of food um you know just it it's like a whole nother world and i love that and she loves my family too and someone you know so when you find yourself in the situations it's amazing someone racist comes up and they're saying what are you saying white people aren't fun no no no, (laughs) no 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 when you grow up that way right so for me you might have sound like i was saying that my friend my family my family is boring i don't think that at all when you grow up a certain way and then you see how other people grow up, it's very exciting and fun. You know what I mean? It's very just like, whoa. So, and for her, she likes the way that my family does stuff too. But I think we both agree that when it comes to parties, her family is way more animated and like their actual parties. They're like, like very fun, high energy kind of things. Uh, And ours are just gatherings, social gatherings, (laughs) but. But uh, yeah, so I think we learned a lesson today, and I, I think that lesson is to just be a decent human being, follow along with with the, the stuff about what to do during this whole coronavirus stuff, and and really, you know, if you don't understand someone because of their background or because of their culture, rather than resent them and hate them, learn about it. learn about them, care yeah. about them give them give them a, a chance to speak to you and hear them out you might learn something and you might learn to love that person really so that's all i've got to say there dave any any last remarks uh no be a good good, good person don't
1: be a blathering idiot
0: yes indeed yeah. indeed all righty ladies and gentlemen well thank you so much for joining us again um we are going to be back next week with another episode for you. Mm-hmm. Um, please be sure to check us out on social media, our Instagram page uh, at Take a Dive Podcast, um, and also our website, takeadivepodcast.com. You can find out more about us, stay up to date on uh, the episodes. With additional things like a link dump and stuff like that. Anything that we talk about specifically, we'll link it out in those uh, episode links there or episode posts. Um, And also be sure to, of course, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps. That way you can get uh, all the notifications when we come out and publish with a new episode. And we publish every week, Friday uh, at 12 so you get to start your weekend with uh, with us. So, yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. And we will see you next week. Right. Bye-bye.